Hello, and we are here for Thriving Thursdays, and we have Miss Miss Maya Rubin with us. How are you, Miss Maya? <laughs> well, let I'll go ahead while she is waiting to come back on the stage. I'll tell you a little bit about Miss Miss Maya. She is a mental health advocate and a founder of Living in Gratitude Today, and known as the number one gratitude gangsta. How are you? How are you? <laughs> I am so good. I thought I had two more seconds to run out, so I apologize. <laughs> no, that's all right. I'm so happy to have you. The gratitude gangsta. So tell me a little bit about living in gratitude today. What is that about? It's something that I am practicing today with. <laughs> today yes. has been a, a whirlwind of craziness. So oh my. I went to the theater last night, came home, and I had a, a beautiful puddle on my bed. Oh, um, no. Yeah, I live in South Florida, and it was raining like crazy. And so living in gratitude today, I get to, to deal with how I get to pay attention to how my mind is working and how I'm going to process that. I'm going to either look at it as a major problem and my life is over. I'm going to look at it as something I just need to deal with. So, yes. Yeah. So living in gratitude today, the whole idea is we have the ability to consciously create our future with our words, with our mm. thoughts, with our mm. actions. And one of the best ways to create the life we want is by practicing gratitude because you can't say, I want to have my dream life and my dream body and my dream man or my dream woman, whatever, mm. and then be very low vibration. And when we practice mm -hmm. gratitude and we look for our gratitude wins, we're like really high vibing. Yes. And so that's the idea is like to really get our, to consciously look for those moments that make us smile, that make us feel good. And and it's sometimes the small ones that we forget to pay attention to. And we're yes. like, oh, it's small, it doesn't matter. Yes. And I mean, just like you were saying when you first came on, it's important. Gratitude is easy when everything is amazing. And there's rainbows and unicorns and marshmallows at every corner, right? But the good stuff lies in being grateful, even through the struggles, even through the adversity. That's when we're actually tested. How grateful are you actually? What are you focusing on? Are you focusing on your problem? Or are you focusing on all the ways in which you're blessed, right? Because that is how we stay operating at a certain level so that we can continue to attract the things towards us that we want to have in our life, right? Do you agree? Absolutely. Do you think so? Yeah. Absolutely. You know, I always say to people, what are we focusing? Our joys or our always? Ah, um, that's good. <clears throat> and I think one of the quotes that helped me really understand that it's not an attitude of gratitude because when people say that it's like nails on a chalkboard to me because i don't know how to have an attitude of gratitude but if you tell me an, a gratitude practice like the lady before I, I caught the tail end she was talking about exercising or working out and gratitude is the same thing it's a practice we have to consciously do that activity and i understand that if i consciously do something it grows and um, Robert Emmons happens to be one of the leading experts on gratitude research. And I read one of his quotes one day and it like completely changed my world. And he says, gratitude is an effortful state to create and maintain. It is not for the intellectually lethargic. Mm. And I heard that and I was like, oh, so it actually takes work. Yes. 
It takes work to be grateful. It's not about waking up every day and going, oh, you know, I have a house. And there's different ways to practice gratitude. And I think um, the way that I teach it is a very good way. <laughs> yeah, it, It's powerful because it, it causes you to look around and see what's happening on a daily basis. Yes, yes. You know, we... Um, we, I actually did these affirmations and it's what our family does. We don't do it every day, but it's, that's our goal is to do it every day. Me and my husband and our two daughters. And what I noticed that every time we do those, I've even kind of done like a little beta test where I'm like, oh, let's not do it and see how the days go. When you start your day off with intentional gratitude and gratefulness and verbalizing it you know like you you have to be intentional with saying it embodying it feeling it right our days are so so much more graceful and go with the flow and i think it's because when you are in a state of gratefulness everything else that's operating outside of that vibration seems petty and you don't even focus on it in the same way that you would if you started the day off in a negative space. You know what I mean? I think it shifts it because, you know, getting on today and I'll, and I'll be honest with you, there was like five things that happened today. I, you know, I wake up and the roofers aren't coming right now. There was a potential of 80 percent chance of rain. Yeah, I got the call. Was it 345? And then I got an email. So we had that confusion. It was just all these things. And I'm like, wait a minute, you were going to you're going to decide how you're going to handle this today. You're going to either take a deep breath and just kind of laugh it off and say, all right, well, you know what? If the bed is ruined, you really wanted to get a new bed anyways. And thank God you have the ability to do that. Or look yeah. at this. You're having to, you know, pick up some stuff and do some things that you might not have had to do otherwise. So it really does give us the ability to shift the way we see things. I think it's really important though, that I, that I relay this message that, Practicing gratitude does not mean that life is a bowl of cherries all of the time. And I think that that is one of the biggest misconceptions is that people feel that, oh, you know, gratitude doesn't work because they want life to be perfect. Well, this is life and life is going to throw you lemons and sometimes it's going to throw you a pebble. But what are right. we going to do with that? With that? Are we going to allow it to, you know, are we going to be miserable or are we going to kind of dodge it? Mm. And, and I think that that's a big problem that people have is that they don't want to when we practice gratitude we're able to bounce back quicker versus yes. repel everything yes and even in the moments where things are challenging that means that there's some growth happening within your life because we're never actually growing when everything is going amazing we're not being tested in that season, right? It's when we're given the opportunities to create solutions, to overcome our hardships, that's where the good stuff is. That's where the growth is. That's where you become stronger and more confident because you see that you're fully capable to overcome things. So sometimes, not all the time now, because I'm human, I try my best. But in the moments where I am being tried and I'm being tested and there's some type of challenge I have to overcome. I try to look at it with a grateful heart because I know that I'm being strengthened in that. And five years down, you know, in the future, when that, you know, whatever that issue is, is a thing of the past, I know that I will be have become more equipped 
for the successful journey that I'm on because of whatever that circumstance was. So I just try to live in that space in real time. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, sometimes after I get upset and I throw a, a little bit of a fit, I ask myself, what is it I'm supposed to learn? Yes. It's, it's really interesting because God has a way of always testing me. Yes. And it's like right after the pandemic, I was, I'm still, I meet with this woman once a, once a week. We've never met each other in person. And we read a book about something about Judaism. So we were reading a book called the garden of Emunah and Emunah in Hebrew means faith. And the whole premise of this book is that everything is designed or, or presented to us to raise our soul to the next level, to clean out the karma, to clear up karma, to repay debts that we've had to repay. Yes. And I'm like, all right, got it. I hear you. And you know, yes. sometimes I test what I'm, I'm reading and I learn because I don't always agree with everything. So, right. so then April 1st comes and it was April 1st of la last year. My mother's, uh, disability check comes in the mail, her social security disability. And there was $40 that was deposited into her bank account. And it was April 1st. And I said, Oh, this must be an April fool's day joke. Cause, but it's not very funny because I have to pay her rent. I have to pay her stuff. And right. You've got to be kidding me. And I'm like, this Maya, you have two choices right now. You either take a deep breath and have faith that this will be handled because this is the, this is your lesson. Patience. Mm. Or you flip out and act like a lunatic and nothing gets resolved. <laughs> right? I mean, that's the truth. So I took a deep breath and I said, all right, let's play this out. Let's see how it goes. I called her facility. I explained what happened. I said, maybe it will be here the next day. It doesn't show up the next day. Maybe we'll be here the day after. I go to her place. I wake her up and, you know, early in the morning, I'm the first person on the call for social security. We wait 30 minutes. I get her up. She's groggy. They're asking her questions. The call drops after 30 minutes. Mm. I call back. I get a person on the phone again. They're like, well, ma'am, you're not, you know, we're not allowed to speak with you. I said, well, we were there in person and we signed the papers. Long story short, we kept having, you know, trial and tribulation, trying to figure this out. And I finally said, I called my congressperson, sent a letter. She said, this is what you have to do. And within 12 days, it was fixed. The next morning, I talked to them on a Friday. Monday morning at 9 o'clock, somebody from Social Security called me. <laughs> they were like, all right, problem solved. My point in sharing the story is that we are all faced with some sort of, you know, April Fool's Day joke throughout the year. And, and how do we handle it? And, and my lesson at that point was just to step back and have faith and trust that the answers were going to come to me. And I think that what, what I realized is when I stop and I sit back is that I'm able to see solutions in a much clearer way and in a much quicker way than if than when we go in situations like, ha. Why is it happening see, to me? And you can't see anything clearly when your judgment is clouded by anger. And is it just as easy as it is to say that and know that with every fiber of your being, the challenge comes when you're in the midst of it, not being riddled with anxiety, not being upset, you know, deciding which path you're going to take and being intentional and, and really boosting your emotional intelligence to enact the things that you know 
because knowing something is one thing, but doing that thing is something different. And I think that is one of the most profound truths about life across the board is that you can know something wholeheartedly, but what are you doing with the action? You can do that with entrepreneurship, emotional intelligence, relationships. I just think it's one of those divine, divine truths that goes across the board. Are you doing what you need to do in that moment? Even though you know this is the path you need to take, are you digging down deep and pulling those actions to the surface to rear the results that you actually want? You know what I mean? So yeah. with you being a mental health advocate, how does gratitude tie into mental health? When we feel good, we do good. When we when we are living in a space, and again, it's not about it's not about, you know, good vibes only and everything is is great. It's about the ebb and flow and being able to see whatever comes our way, deal with it and keep that keep that force going. And the way that gratitude works in is because even in my, you know, what I have noticed is that even in my darkest times, when I am practicing gratitude, I can I can feel extremely sad. And all of a sudden I'm like, thank you, God, a moment of gratitude pops in. So I, I'm not, a, you know, I know people say, oh, you can't experience gratitude and sadness at the same time. And again, I disagree because when somebody passes away, you're feeling profound sadness, but then your friends and your loved ones show up to support you. And those are moments of gratitude if you're looking at them that way, or somebody brings you a meal, a moment of gratitude. So I think that that it gives us those little pieces that we need, those little sparks that we need so that we see the light in the middle of all this darkness when it comes our way. But, and I think that it's very important that when we practice gratitude, again, I'm going to keep saying practice gratitude, practice gratitude. It's not about repeating a rote gratitude list. Oh, I woke up and I love my house and I have a beautiful phone and I have great hair and, you know, I have a beautiful shirt or I have food to eat. It's not about that. Yes. Those are wonderful beautiful things and that's a great way to interrupt a negative pattern if there's a crazy talk going in your head blah, 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 you can start repeating those things off and it shifts that energy yeah. but if you want to feel the power of gratitude you have to ask yourself throughout the day what are my gratitude wins who or yeah. what is the difference for me what did i do for myself or others how did i nourish my mind body or spirit or what made me smile or laugh until my sides hurt Mm. Oh, that's good. So what you're doing is you, and I think I understand what you're saying, but I'm going to say it back to you. Actually, oh my goodness, my producer, he's saying we need to take a break. Just hold that one for 29 seconds. <laughs> we'll be right back. So good. We'll be right back, you guys.
All right, and we are back with Miss Fusmaya. So what I was gonna say is you, you're saying that gratitude should not be a robotic practice of where we're saying the same thing over and over so it gets you know moved into type of this ritualistic state right am i hearing Absolutely. you properly as Absolutely. opposed to actually living and experiencing the gratitude right yeah because what happens is when we tell when we ask those questions our brain wants to find answers to those questions so when we're asking those questions what are my gratitude wins our brain is constantly looking for those answers. And then the more we do that, the, it changes the neural pathways in your brain. Mm. So by repeating the, the rote gratitude list, it's great, but you're not feeling it the same way. You know, hedonic adaptation sets in and my phone is not as exciting to me as it was when I got the brand new phone or right. my expensive pocketbook, whatever it is, or it's not as exciting to us. You know, somebody's smiling or opening the door for me when I have a, a, my hands full or whatever niceness somebody does. Those, when it happens on that day, those are the sparks that make us feel good. Oh, that's so true. You know, it was so funny. Like, a Mercedes was my dream car forever. And then we bought a Mercedes. And of course, it stays pristine for about a month and a half. And then guess what? It's Cheetos ground into the carpet from the children in the back. <laughs> after that allure kind of wears off, it's just a car after a while, right? So you do realize that there comes a point in time where the things to be most grateful for are the intangible things, are the things that do fill you with a really authentic and beautiful, pure joy, the smiles the sunlight hitting your face in a way that feels amazing, the sound of the ocean, the feel of the grass on your feet, right? Those are the things that really um, speak to you after you realize that the possessions aren't that great. Don't get me wrong. It's nice. The possessions are nice. But when we constantly <laughs> repeat them as a, you know, in our list, like when we constantly repeat a, a rote list, that's when I think it becomes a problem. But if yeah. it's something that, that's brand new or something, you know, that's still giving you joy, that's cool. That's great. But yeah. yes, and, and one of the reasons why experiences are so powerful for us, and even when we go back on them, is because they're short-lived. They have an ending. And yeah. when, we, when we go back and we start, I had this conversation with my eight-year-old nephew the other day. He'll be eight on Friday. And we had this whole conversation and it started out with, you know, whenever I go there, I'm like, so what are you grateful for? And they roll their eyes at me sometimes. And and then other times they'll, they'll respond. And it started out with, he was like, Dookie, you need a boyfriend. Or when are you going to have a yeah. boyfriend? So anybody's out there single, nice Jewish man. I live in yeah. South Florida. I'm as nice as your girl. <laughs> so we had this really amazing conversation. And I ended up talking about hedonic adaptation and gratitude and values. And it was really interesting because, you know, going back to what like you said about your, your car, you loved it. And within a month, well, he wanted this DJ set because my brother's a DJ and he wanted this DJ set and he finally got one. And it was a, it was a really nice one and he would DJ all the time. And then he stopped. Right. And it was right before Halloween and, and 
I went to see them on Halloween and I was talking to my brother and my sister-in-law and he's like, oh yeah, you know, he set up the whole DJ system today and he started practicing all week. And I said, well, we had this whole conversation about what he was grateful for and hedonic adaptation and how, you know, and she's like, and we started laughing about it because hedonic adaptation is that idea that when we want something so badly and we love it, it start the, the excitement of it falls off. Like we were talking about the car. Right. So he was practicing, you know, his DJ equipment because he realized that he was grateful for it and it brought him joy again. So the experience again. Ah. Oh, that's good. So essentially you're reactivating the gratitude for the thing that initially you were so happy about. That's good too. And that's about, but I think that sometimes we have to, we have to let that gratitude fall off in order to activate it again. So it doesn't get put into that ritualistic box that we were talking around, right? Where you're just saying things and you're you're saying things redundantly and you really aren't feeling the gratitude. It's more of a practice as opposed to an actual um, connection with the thing that you're grateful for, right? So how, how do you help people with your practice and with your business living in gratitude what does that look like to partner with you so there's a couple ways one i have the best gratitude swag one is the shirt i'm wearing and oh um, yes i yes, love it there's a coupon code for your audience um and the other way there's two other ways one is that people can participate in their become a gratitude gangster by joining our movement and it's it's seven bucks a month because i wanted it to be something that people don't have to even question it's not like do i eat or do i become a gratitude gangster it's so affordable so i send out a daily daily gas which is a gratitude action step every weekday morning and it's something that people can do or choose to do or not do but it it plants the seed that we're supposed to or i don't like the word supposed to it plants the seed that you have the opportunity to look for your wins on a regular basis Mm. it plants the seed to tell you hey you know what, what's working today in my life? What are my joys rather than my oys? And the mm. second day is we're going to be starting in January. It is the best, the most fun. It's called the gratitude experiment. And the whole idea is it's an accountability group. And the whole idea is that we get to consciously create our future or consciously create our future into being by our words and our thoughts and our feelings. So it's, it's an accountability group and it's you do it by yourself i send out emails we have some calls that we get on but it really activates something in people where decisions have been made that have been they've been pondering for quite a long time and all of a sudden they're like oh wow i got it or um things have been popping up into people's lives that they weren't expecting or things that they were expecting or were waiting for finally started to happen because they changed their energy and and the shit Mm. So mm-hmm. it's the gratitude experiment and it's really fun. We're starting um, January 1st. Oh, I love that. I'm excited about the, the gratitude experiment. How long will the experiment be going on? So January has 31 days. I'll do it for 31 days. You'll do it for the, yeah. the month of January. I love that. That's awesome. You are fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> so, so tell me, with the space that you live in and gratitude being what it is that you practice, what it is that you teach others, how do you yourself stay motivated and 
resilient through your own trials and tribulations like you expressed earlier. What do you do? I do a lot of reading. I have and in for the well, let me say for the past couple years, I have two people that I read with almost every day. So we have a book study that we do. And one of my friends and I, we've kind of slipped away, but we were getting back. Yeah. Um, so we read all the time. Like we read a little piece of something and it keeps us consciously looking. Um, and, I, and I think that's been a huge, huge, huge thing for me. Also noticing my thoughts. Like I'm, when I go into that space of, ah, 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 I stop myself. Or if I'm having a disagreement with somebody because it does happen or, right. I ask myself, you know, what am I supposed to learn? Or I remind myself that put yourself in somebody else's shoes. You know, you don't know what's going on in that other person's place, or you don't know what, what they're dealing with. Compassion. It's being conscious is what it is for me. It's yeah. really being aware of how I'm being, how I'm thinking and what other people are experiencing. Mm, that's so good. Tell the viewers that, you know, we've got people that are going to be listening to this as well. So tell them about the offers that you have for our audience members to partake in. So there's two things. One, if, even if, if you have a family, download it. If you're single, download it. There's a free Gratitude Wins bingo game. And it gives you the opportunity to notice where you focus on. So if you're, it's like a regular bingo game. So if you're focused on like the W, who or what made a difference for me? but you're ignoring the rest, it gives you the opportunity. So, well, wait a minute, what did I do this week? What did I, how did I impact the world in a positive way? Yes. What did I do for somebody? If we're looking at, if we don't have anything in our S column, well, wait a minute, what's making me smile or laugh? Maybe I need to pay attention to that a little bit, a little bit more or open up social media. And instead of looking at all the things going on in the new, like news stuff, maybe watch the animal videos and just have a full on belly laugh. And it's a great way for you to have conversations with people around you, especially if you have little ones and introduce those concepts of gratitude. Super important. I was a teacher for 20 years in Miami and I taught high school ninth graders. Um, we were title one school and my ninth graders knew everything. They were the smartest people on the earth. And when I said to them, we're going to be keeping gratitude charts, they had thought they thought I lost my mind. They yeah. were like, who is this woman sitting in front of us and where is our teacher? <laughs> <laughs> but they, they had tremendous results because we constantly had those conversations. Yes. So that's the free gift. And I encourage everyone download it. You will absolutely love it. It's really fun. And then the other thing is, is with the holidays coming up and Black Friday, I there's a 15% off um, on anything in my site. I have stickers, I have affirmation bracelets, the white ones glow in the dark. I have hoodies, I have t-shirts, um, and I have some other stuff coming up that I just haven't put on the website yet. I'm very excited because I just, I bought the materials to make things today, so I'm very excited. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing. And I think that, I'm not sure if you were aware of this, but there was a study done um, a while ago and they took water and they put words of kindness and like words of war. They put love on one and they put war and hatred. And it was a, it was quantum physics, but I love quantum physics, but it was about the intention of what was being 
projected onto the water along with the actual label that was put on and it affected the way that the water crystallized. Yep. And so when you have shirts, like you have like grateful and you wear these brandings, you have this on your body, it actually affects what's happening, the molecular structure of your inner being, how your body is operating. So the thing, yeah, you heard about that, Ray J. Yeah, it, it is energy. But the thing that you're doing where you are encouraging people to have gratitude in their life, to express gratitude with intentionality, but also wear it externally on, on what they're branding themselves with, and essentially, that's important too, because that's affecting people in a way that they really aren't even cognizant of. I so agree. I appreciate that that line that you have and how you're showing up for people. What does that say? Oh my God, this is one of my favorite ones. It says it's self and it says self. And then in the S it says love, respect, worth, confidence. Oh yes. Drink that water. Drink yeah. all that of those beings into yourself. And yeah. then we have 36 affirmations. And then, you know, a lot of it, like the word for life in Hebrew is high. So uh -huh. 18 times two is 36. So I put 36 affirmations because when we practice our affirmations, we're breathing and we're speaking life into ourselves. Oh, that's good. I yeah. love and then we have a oh. one so that we practice our breathing. It's a conscious way to remember to breathe. Cause I don't know if you had said it or the woman that you were speaking with said it, she was talking about breathing and reminds us to take a breath, to refuel ourselves, renew ourselves. So and oxygenate. Yes. Oh, so good. This has been fantastic. Go ahead and throw up that prayer disclaimer. Ms. Meyer, do you want to pray or do you want me to close it out? I, I don't think my producer asked you before the show. I would Will love you? for you to close it out. But before you close it out, can I take a fast picture of us to post on social media? Yeah, get in here. <laughs> you don't screenshot it or what are you doing? I am right there. All right, good. This is a new one. <laughs> I'm already ready, though. I stay ready, so I don't have to get ready. But I appreciate you so much. I appreciate you. This was great. This is fantastic. I'm super excited about your offers. We're going to post those everywhere. But um, this is the part of our podcast where we close out each podcast with prayer to honor God for our abundance. So uh, we have gratitude woven into the fabric of our show as well. So I don't think this is a more fitting way. I don't think there could possibly be a more fitting way than to close out our podcast with someone that lives and breathes and eats and literally drinks all things <laughs> gratitude. Praise God. You ready to get into it, Miss Maya? I'm ready. Go ahead. All right. Lord God, we humbly come before you. We thank you for another day. We thank you for the opportunity to be affected by your glory, the opportunity to make connections and to power, empower our listeners and our guests and everyone and our audience and our community with, with sharing your message through your people, Lord God, and empowering one another, inspiring one another, and, and doing whatever it is that we can while we are living to glorify you, to operate at a level of excellence, to compete with no one else outside of ourselves, to work to be a better version of ourselves, to honor you day in and day out, and love 
each other in the process. I thank you for this platform. I thank you for our guests. I thank you for Miss Maya and the work that she is doing, helping people to see and be and live in a space of gratitude in a world that is so overly consumed with low vibrational thought patterns and negative states of being and abuse and a sadness, sadness on a daily basis. I thank you for the calling that you have on her, Lord, her life, Lord God. I pray these things according to the character and identity of Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Miss Maya. Thank you so much, guys. Make sure you check out her information. We're going to have all of her clickable links after we go live with this post outside of this. But I appreciate you, Miss Maya. Do you have anything else that you want to say? Just remember, gratitude is a practice. It's like any other muscle. If you want it to work and you want it to grow, you have to actually use it. That's right. That's right. That's all. That's it. We should. That's the sign off right there. <laughs> Mic drop. Mic drop, and we're done. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys, for watching. Thank you, Miss Mai, for spending time with us. And we will be back to see you guys next week. Be blessed.